<coughs> Podcast Network Asia. It is absolutely garbage. You should watch it. <laughs> it really is the worst. Oh my yeah, god. Like... Hey listeners, welcome to another episode of Tawalets. How is everyone doing today? Hope you're doing fabulous. December na, guys. It is December. And we're still here. <gasps> we're still alive, at least. Yeah, I'm grateful. I'm grateful I'm alive. I'm grateful I'm healthy and all of that. But man, this year has been so... <sighs> Honestly, what is going on? I really hope that 2021 brings much better things to all of our lives collectively. I can feel it naman. I can feel it na medyo tumataas na. So by 2021, hopefully, hopefully things are much better. So uh, our next guest is actually a friend of mine. He was a student of mine at one point and he is a musician as well. I really enjoy his music. I think you guys should go on Spotify and check Lunar Hedgehog out. Very 80s for someone who is young, but it's very interesting. Psychedelic is the genre of choice that he mentions. And you're going to hear it in the podcast later. So I'm not going to take up most of your time. Let's go straight into it. This is Lunar Hedgehog, a.k.a. Kobe Chong. So hello, Lunar okay. Hedgehog, a.k.a. Kobe Chong. Oh, hello, What, what do you want me to call you today? Lunar? Hedge? Kobe? Kobes? Chong? <laughs> uh, I guess Kobe is... Good. Okay. Okay. Kobe's good. Kobe's good. What's up, Kobe? I feel like we mm-hmm. haven't talked in a long, just talked in a long time. It's always yeah, like through it's, chat it's been and a, stuff. It's been a long time already. Yeah. yeah. What's been going on with you? What have you been busy with? Um. Honestly, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I think somewhere, I know, in the late, in the late 2020. Wow, late 2020. Medyo napagod ako sa pag, ano, sa pag go on music so parang mm. i think i decided to to ano, take a break muna from music even though i already technically have yung isa pang ep ko na ready to go why don't you want to release it yet why what's the delay okay my my problema ako as a perfectionist because <laughs> ah. um sometimes when i'm listening to yung ep tapos i listen to yung yung mga reference bands ko like tame impala parang how do they make this sound so much better and so much louder? Parang, so, ang dami kong back and forth in the mixing. So, yun. I wish I understood that. But all I know <laughs> is that mixing is a lot of hard work and I don't mm-hmm. even want to try. I don't. <laughs> I talk to you about it sometimes and I'm just like, I don't get it, Kobe. Oh, What's yeah. There, there's. Uh, I, I like started at 2012 and it was like, I'm listening to, and uh, sometimes I listen to you, mga 2012 works, and I'm like, oh, Kobe didn't know anything then. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so different na talaga now, everything that you've yeah. been doing. Yeah, Ooh. I was like, where is your bass, Kobe? It sounds, it sounds so horrible. There is no bass. <laughs> oh my God. Again. It's, it's like, it's like a dish, but like the bass is the, the meat patty. And the the high frequencies are like the the salt and pepper, and I've just been making salt and pepper without the meat so far. Oh. <laughs> 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 
I like that analogy though. It's making me understand it a little bit more. <laughs> but you haven't written anything new since because in the middle of the pandemic you were writing some stuff, I remember. You've oh, just yeah. stopped I think completely. um I'm not sure kung anong sabihin ko kasi some I've been I have so many songs na, na ano that are technically already finished pero hindi ko pa ma-release cuz like yung isang EP ko is parang the sequel to the first yung isang album ko so parang there has there has to be there has to be an order parang ganun. right and where do you i mean you're not releasing the songs because they have to be in an order where do you kind of want want it to be like at what level do you want it to be and where is this going like album wise and and ep wise like where i'm curious lang hmm. cuz parang your your path has just been like i'm just going to release this this is where it's and then i'll just release this and then oh i can't release this but i'll release this that has been your pattern for how long i've known you <laughs> cuz sometimes when i'm in a specific period when i'm working parang some of my music sounds similar in like for for example in this six month period so parang inisip pa okay that could be like one album na i can like stash and then post it in a future date parang ganun so parang i think the way i'm thinking of of releases is i guess parang like the genre the genre of music so parang these specific songs sound more funk or sound more pop so parang they're in this folder of pop how would you classify your genre because i've heard um some of your songs and to me i don't know if you're gonna get please don't get offended but it sounds very like 80s to me very mm-hmm. of that time and which i find amazing because i know you're young so i was just like i remember telling you pa, oh do you have depeche mode influences who's depeche mode oh i guess <laughs> I not like, then i was like wikipedia <laughs> oh, I don't know this. Oh, that's okay. YouTube. Ah, ah. that, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so how would you classify the genre of music that you make? I guess uh, Lunar Hedgehog is more psychedelic with with a word after psychedelic. So parang the first album is more psychedelic rock. And some... I'm thinking of doing like symph- uh, psychedelic symph- symphonic psychedelia. Na parang ano. I like that. That's cool. So it's always psychedelic. It's always it's always gonna be psychedelic in some way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, so, I like the I like the trippiness of the the another instruments not sounding like they're supposed to sound. Yeah, that's so interesting. But my question is because you specifically. Like when when I asked you about your music, you said mm-hmm. Lunar Hedgehog is like this. Is mm-hmm. Lunar Hedgehog a completely separate identity from Kobe Chong? I guess Lunar Hedgehog was just like uh, me thinking of like, but parang ginagaya ko lang yung mga favorite kong artists because like some of my artists um, do like this persona because ano Tame Impala is just like one person named Kevin Parker and. But he named himself as like Tame Impala. So far, I, I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. And uh, I chose Lunar Hedgehog because um, a lot of my favorite bands have so- uh, like an animal 
and an adjective that does not describe the animal or a noun that does not describe the animal mm. in a conventional manner. So like there's porcupine tree, Arctic, Arctic monkeys, glass mm. animals, tame impala. I, I realized oh. I did not answer the question. <laughs> But I like this because I'm starting to realize, oh, oh nga, no, mm-hmm. I did not notice that at all. Because, syempre, the first few names that came to my mind, the ones with different personas, are like Childish Gambino, mm-hmm. St. Vincent. Walang animals, mm-hmm. you know, walang, walang uh, adjectives. But this is the influence. These are the bands that influenced you. So it's interesting that you patterned it that way also. Do you have mm-hmm. a performance persona? As Lunar Hedgehog? I'd say I do. Because in, I think when I released, before I, before and after I released yung album, I did like a few Facebook lives with my hardware and my poor internet. <laughs> but it was still fun. Um, Nanonotice ko na minsan, nag improvise ako ng, min, minsan I go off the song lyrics because I don't memorize all my lyrics. And like while I'm performing, I'm also reading yung comments. So I remember this one time na parang I was singing tapos may nakita akong nakalagay sa ano Uy, Lunar Hedgehog, may boyfriend ka ba? And uh, single pala. Single ka ba? And then I like in in a sing-song voice sinabi ko, my boyfriend ako. <laughs> so, ayun, parang I'd say I don't take myself seriously live. Okay. Ayun. Yeah, that's that's so different though from from the bands that you've been following because they're very like they take themselves very seriously, mm-hmm. I assume. But you did mention mm-hmm. that you improvise. Uh, duh, that's how I know you. Let's talk a little bit about the improv oh. that you do. So, how has that been going yeah. for you now during the pandemic? I know that you, I mean, you've taken a few classes, done a few shows. What has improv been like for you during the pandemic? I've actually been enjoying your online improv. Because I took your weekly tea um, sessions, it was like fun to, to I think I guess learn the the ups and downs of what online improv is like with people with with different improvisers. Mm. And you've been mm-hmm. doing shows as well. I saw that recently. You're part of the organization organizing committee of PACQC, which is. An event that used to happen in a venue in QC, Snacks and Ladders, mm-hmm. and that was a regular thing. And you guys made an appearance online again. So what was that like having to kind of translate what's been going on face-to-face into online? wasn't was not technically improv because we were just um doing Reminiscing. like a reminiscing and yeah. ano. but we did do this one online improv show na i feel has create has created a trauma for us yung mga taga oh, no. QC kasi um during like it was our first online improv show and and we were medyo we knew parang ano okay so there's internet connection issues and stuff so we did a lot of tech runs um, before the show, and it was like, okay, okay, it was going smoothly. This the show is gonna be great, and on the day itself, everything that could have gone wrong <laughs> happened. <laughs> like, um, so yung yung computer ni Sean namatay, as in blue screen of death, and hindi na, uh, hindi na nagbuboot up, and he was our host, and then Sir Irv's who was yung yung the 
our teammate who's gonna broadcast the live got locked out of his Facebook. So, hindi siya makapunta sa Facebook. And so, parang kami ni JC and Jason were like, okay, screwed tayo, di ba? <laughs> so, parang we were like, okay, okay, emergency mode. And we were like, kasi nag-broadcast na kami ng live. And then it ended. So, like, we people were already waiting. So, we were like going, um, making posts. Parang, hi guys, technical difficulties. The show will resume in 30 in like 15 minutes it took us 30 minutes to uh, get the ball rolling again so parang grabe that was that was a stressful ano and event. i remember that that was the same event where <laughs> papu's internet died <laughs> so tams just kept singing and singing with no music <laughs> that was the one. <laughs> oh my gosh well as being a graduate of the five levels of third world improv you've done face to face for all five levels and you've yeah. been pretty active also in the online improv so i guess my question is what what you did talk about the fact that you've been thinking about the pros and cons of both so what would you say are the pros and the cons of taking online improv and face to face improv hmm i'd say Face, the pros of face-to-face improv is that locking in, locking in, ano tawag drummer? Um, yung minding meld, meld, yung mind meld mind, between Minding the, meld! <laughs> minding the meld! <laughs> yung mind meld between yung, uh, the performers um, feels, like, feels smoother. Because like, you have all the physical... You're in the same physical space, so you have your eye contact, you have your body body language. So, yan yung pro. Another pro for me in in live in face to face improv is because you're in the same room with your audience. So, parang your audience is yung yung ano yun? Um, your barometer hindi. Um, yung um your your measuring your measuring yes. device to see how how the, how much they're enjoying the show because right. diba sa online improv your audience is in a different space na nasa exactly. facebook chat so there's like latency and stuff for yung online improv yung pro, pros for me is it feels like a more intimate wait hindi wait the intimacy is different on both mediums explain i feel the because in online improv kasi i feel like yung We're not exactly thinking much about our audience, because like so, um, we have a choice in seeing what our audience thinks. So, parang you can just go on your phone and see what's happening in the comments, or you can turn it off. So, parang there's you can adjust your intimacy levels. Well, oh, <laughs> I like that. And, I, okay. Yeah, and so parang uh, you're you can say that in online improv, you're thinking talaga more about yung mga your scene partners it's just you and your scene partners <laughs> you're not affected at all by outside factors yeah yeah but that's also yung isang con na parang you don't know how how you're doing <laughs> <laughs> it could be so bad and you're you, just it's your double edged sword <laughs> oh my gosh have you had any uh do you remember any shows that you felt was like a bad show for you personally like really like oh i hated it i did so bad wait in online or live 
it doesn't matter. I mean, whatever affected you more, I guess. Hmm. I guess the the first that comes into mind. I I don't think it was a bad show, but it was parang different talaga from what from the shows that I guess in Malingap Monsters when I was yung uh, student in Third World Improv and yung mga experiences namin sa ano sa what sa showcases talagang I guess it was very high high level energy na parang okay high, high reception parang ganun. right and then i think yung first i'm not sure if it was, it was if it was our first pero one of the shows we did outside of ano outside of a twee twee saturated audience so twee saturated wow. audience parang i i think oh yeah this was in parang in snacks and ladders and in the first i think few minutes of yung yung show parang we were like oh the audience was a little bit quieter than usual so i say i guess i don't think it was a bad show but it was a uh, low hmm. energy like it wasn't received I guess it was, yeah. the way you the way you wanted to be received yeah, i guess yeah i guess parang there was like an expectation that this was like gonna be a, like a great show But I get it. I get it. That's that's mm-hmm. uh, it's totally valid. I remember that Spit mm-hmm. actually had to perform a show for three people at one point. So I get it. I get it. And I feel like that really builds character. If you're if you do mm-hmm. shows like that, you kind of get whatever. Okay, whatever. Um, you've taken not just regular improv. You've taken musical improv as well. So what was mm-hmm. that like for you, in contrast to regular oh. improv? I, th- I think it was the one of the most enjoyable aspect of forms of improv that I took because like because you're a musician, duh. No, <laughs> I think that's I, part I think of I it. I like the, I think I like because the, the the musical high energiness and like the the slight absurdities that happen during musical improv because like the like um, improv. Is um, yung ano is be average. Tapos when you taught musical improv, you were like, "This is the moment. This is the moment when you be more theatrical." Smabuk pa na. Yeah. And it's true. Like yeah, I, I mean, I agree with what you said. That I think that um, teaching to be average at first kind of prepares you for this because you need like a foundation before you mm-hmm. break it. And I loved seeing how you guys broke through it. I still have your videos in my okay. iPad. It is the best. I yeah, I want to watch uh, it again. <laughs> my favorite ones are the ones of people failing failing with pizzazz as you would say. Of course, fail with commitment 100%. They were so absolutely like Ancesis. Remember? <laughs> That was the best when he wow, just sang With no song structure, nothing. There was no structure in anything he was doing, but it was so entertaining. And I think everybody yeah. kind and, of and, took their cue from that. Yeah, and, and what Kimmy like, and Kimmy got like a motif now, which is her, her five, six, seven, eight. Ah, yeah, <laughs> that's a very Kim. Th- and to be fair, no one else has done that. It is only mm-hmm. Kim. Who has done that? Yeah. So it's a signature like, move. Yeah, special. <laughs> no one, no one's allowed to do five, six, seven, eights anymore, and like not think of Kimmy. <laughs> yeah, 
Do you have any signature moves or any like go-to things when you're in improv? A relationship or like an emotion? Um, this is from my experience as, yeah, as in Ash Creek Improv. This is from my experience as uh, I've been doing improv in, uh, as Ash Creek Improv. I'm usually the snarky one just because I enjoy just being snarky. <laughs> is that your as thing? A, like yung sa, uh, being weirdly, snarky? no. No, <laughs> but like I enjoy just like being r- being rude. Oh. No, actually, wait, no. <laughs> like, cause like uh, I think okay, maybe that was just that one time thing. Cause like in French prov, I was like do- being the teacher, and I was like, you know what, you know what, I'm g- I want to enjoy being a teacher. So I was like, you know what, let's be snarky. <laughs> so you enjoy being rude. You like being snarky. I actually think you would make an excellent character in a reality show. Just saying. <laughs> Just mm, saying. That's very tempting. Right? Ooh. ooh. Speaking ooh. of. <laughs> speaking of. I remember the time that you were taking classes. And we'd see each other all the time. You got mm-hmm. into this reality TV show that I personally love so much. Called Temptation Island. Would you like to tell our listeners. Enlighten them what this is about. Temptation Island is basically the best reality show <laughs> to have ever hit the face of the universe. It is absolutely garbage. You should watch it. It really is the worst. Oh yeah, my god! Like, like I feel like the most the the reason why I enjoy it is that it's it's watching straight people. Under, uh, like ruin themselves <laughs> on their own. I was like, I, I love it. I love it. I love. Why do like, you Edric. love that <laughs> aspect? Why? <laughs> I don't. Is this your snarkiness coming out, or what is that? Um, I, I go to Twitter a lot, and there I see so many tweets about like straight people, straight married couples usually say like the oh like do the jokes like oh my god I hate my wife so much why did I marry her <laughs> and then like. The contrast that with the with the gay married people and they're just like they just love so each other so much. So like I feel like that's become like a a stereotype already. So like yeah. <laughs> that's so interesting because that's actually something that I did not notice as a straight person, that there is a difference in the way couples portray themselves on social media. Oh so so the LGBT community are very they don't make jokes like that? I'm just curious. Hmm. I don't. Um. Parang I haven't seen that. That's so interesting. Uh, okay, I can't be sci- log- scientifically valid on this. It's just right. what I've what I, what I observe more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's also because you know, they're only the LGBT community is only being allowed to get married like in the past ten years. Okay, that's mm-hmm. it. Like straight people have been married for a, a bajillion years. So they're mm-hmm. sick of it. So maybe that's it. Ah, interesting. Interesting. Back to Temptation Island, though. I, I love watching. Yeah, yeah, garbage. I love watching garbage. <laughs> and I remember the moment you got into it, I started tagging you in so many posts. <laughs> We're in a group. We're in a <laughs> Facebook group of people talking trash about the characters. Rachel Holmes, if you're listening to this. <laughs> Yo, Rachel, you're a little aggro, dude. <laughs> Wild. So, oh, oh, 
if she learns who you are, she's gonna ban you. Oh yeah, she's gonna ban me. So we're part of this Facebook group called Temptation Island. What's it called? Temptation Island. Temptation Tea. Temptation Tea. Okay, and it's a bunch of mostly Americans who really get so invested in the characters of the, this reality TV show that they follow them on all forms of social media and even way after the show talk shit about them and really talk shit it's not even just like oh he's ugly it's really like his they're dick engaging must be... them yeah they're engaging <laughs> them they're adding them on the group it's so intense it's so intense and we have seen the worst posts what are the worst posts you've seen so many. <laughs> ah, the worst posts. I've I feel like it's it's just people liking Casey. And I was like, Casey? Him? Gross. Like, why was So the backstory him? to the listeners. Casey. I wait, Casey. That's not his name. Casey? Who's Casey again? Well, well the I think the person you're thinking of is Evan, but it's like Evan. Casey yeah, yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Who, ah, Casey the girl. <laughs> Casey the girl. Right? That's Ashley. That's Ashley. <laughs> Casey's Casey, the guy. <laughs> Casey Campbell, the ex of Evan. Wait, what? The girl Wait, that K- he left. Casey, Casey the woman is spelled Casey. Casey the man in season two is C-A-S-E-Y. You know, I forgot na season two. Oh. How is this possible? <laughs> I just watched. That was the most recent one. But anyway, the point is everybody's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's garbage and even people from season one are still being tagged in this group it's insane yeah like you you shared you tagged me and I was like what these two people are back together after one year of arguing after breaking up and not wearing the ring and then suddenly oh she's in your living room um uh. Lying down beside you. Like, okay, so this is how garbage the people are. I think that everybody on reality TV shows are just really KSP, but Temptation Island takes it to like level 10 KSP because all their fights are on their Instagram stories, all their dirty laundry is on Twitter, and it's all condensed really nicely into this group called Temptation Tea. So I do invite all the listeners to listen to... It's not Temptation Island, the, the Pinoy film. Ah. It's not. I get that a lot. No. It's the oh, American yeah. garbage TV show. So I guess what I want what I want to hear from you, and I think the listeners want to hear it also, is what made you like doing improv? So that, you know, in case people want to do it, they're going to get to hear your experience about it. I guess uh, what made me like improv, uh, I think it's like uh, my improv origin story. Max, I want to uh, hear that. Was when, I know, because I used to study at CSB and our prof, uh, me and Sean's prof was, I know, say Pepe Monican of Spit, the musician Ooh. of Spit. And I think we were discuss me, uh, me and my friends were like discussing stuff about an org, uh, about starting an org, and what would be like good team building exercises. And like Pepe was like, "Oi, grabby, improve, magandayan, ting ting ano YouTube video." And I was, and then we watched the YouTube video of 
I think they took down the video because like it's because like sometimes I come back to it, it's like oh this was when I first learned new video. I think it was a video of Silla Ariel and Ding Dong doing one song drama about Leche Flan and forgetting oh. yung mga ex nila. It was oh. like I remember it was like oh god that was that's really fun. And then sometimes uh Se Pepe would actually take us to yung mga ano shows sa commune I think uh, yes yeah, to 2016 and then Sean and I actually confessed to each other during an improv show ah! <laughs> yung ano <laughs> ayun and then I think talagang like at uh, at that moment parang gusto na namin mag-improv and then as soon as we parang got enough money and also I think it was with the help then of third world improv when we were helping them yung sa website nila na, na we were able to to join third world improv um after one year of just watching improv shows wow na kami nandoon lang maaga na awkward na not talking to anyone just waiting for the show to start yeah actually i remember that you guys would be there ahead of everyone like if the show started at nine. <laughs> You were seated by 7:45. Yeah, and then sometimes you'd go like, "Oh, who? Hello." Yeah. <laughs> That's very me. That is very me. So what is it that you enjoy about it? Like you went through all the five levels and you're still continuing online. I think what I enjoy most about it is the fleetingness of it. The fleetingness okay. of um cuz like Once you're like watching a show, like like it's all done by people who are thinking about it on the spot. So, like I like those ideas will probably never happen again. So, parang they are embedded in your mind. So it's like I feel like improv is like a really really interesting theater because everything that happens is very very random. Yeah. So it's like. It's it's magic when it when things that like fall into place like like specific plot points like um converging like very very like, like two puzzle pieces the I, <laughs> I love puzzle that pieces mm-hmm. so I think what I enjoy most about it is uh yeah yung the, the fact that no show will ever be the same. And I, I, I do that. like the yeah. moments where, and I do like the moments where the shows get really, really stupid, but it's still funny, like meme prov. Oh my god, <laughs> I know, and it happens quite a bit in a lot of mm-hmm. groups that the the shows mm-hmm. are just like, what is going on? <laughs> uh, like, I, like I think after after um, learning about the failing with pizzazz, I like, I I've. Come to extremely appreciate like stupid things, stupid things that are done stupidly with conviction, like oh, the new RC Cola, I know that RC Cola commercial. I loved every second of it because it was just stupid. It's so amazing how that got so many people talking, and they're <laughs> you know good publicity, bad publicity, any publicity, man. It's it yeah, really it's just blew deep. up. Yeah, they're talking about it, even though you hate it. It's still being talked about. It's like the Jack Sparrow: "You are the worst pirate ever, but you have heard of me." <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's true. That's true. Well, um, I 
I mean, I think we can wrap up by now. I just mm-hmm. wanted to ask you if you wanted the listeners to see anything of yours. Like, do you have a, a streaming platform besides Spotify? Do you have Apple Music? Do you have YouTube? I don't know. What do you have? Um, what do you have? Yeah, Lunar Hedgehog can be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, do it in a DJ listen. way. DJ way. ASMR. Lunar Hedgehog can be listened to Spotify. <laughs> Wait, that, oh God. Ulit, ulit, ulit. Again, again, again. You can listen to Lunar Hedgehog on Facebook. Just go on facebook.com slash Lunar Hedgehog Music. You can also listen to Lunar Hedgehog on Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, and some other music streaming platforms that I probably have posted it in and I've forgotten about. And I'm also... <laughs> A uh, member of PACQC, which is a space where people can perform online Im- uh, online improv. We have a d- we have an online jam coming up on December 16. It's open for all improvisers or non-improvisers. Aaron, if you want to join, oh, you're yeah. most welcome Game. there. So yeah, yeah. Go go to PACQC at Facebook. It is spelled phonetically. <laughs> <laughs> So you have to spell it because mm-hmm. if it's like if it's PAQC spelled phonetically, it could be like P A Q U, you know. Spell it, spell it, <laughs> yeah, spell it's it. P-A-K, it's it's P A K exclamation mark K Y U S I PAQC. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for agreeing to be on the show. So happy that you gave me your time on a Monday night because I know you're so busy doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you so much to the listeners as well. We hope you enjoy this episode. Please stay tuned for next week's episode. Bye. This podcast is powered by Podcast Network Asia. For more info on the shows and the network, visit Podcast Network Asia's social media or visit www.podcastnetwork.asia. Also by Podmetrics. Track your podcast stats across multiple platforms to have a full view of your audience and clout. Sign up and create your account for free at podmetrics.co using our code TAWALETS. Thank you so, so much for joining me on another episode of Tawalets. Really, guys, I appreciate that you are listening to this. It's insane. Thank you. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.